You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about being the most high value man that you could be, why you need to be excelling in all the different areas of your life, not only for yourself, but to be able to get the byproduct of attracting the kinds of women that you want. And this is all stemming from the past few episodes. I feel like we're in a ongoing narrative here in terms of what I'm talking about with being a high value man, with salary, with what women are thinking and how they view you and what the so-called eights, nines, and tens want from a man. This has been an ongoing narrative that has stemmed from the past interviews I've had with women and then the reactions that I've gotten in my DMs and people have been commenting on different posts on Instagram and in stories and I'm hearing stuff from you guys in emails. So this is an ongoing narrative where questions keep being asked based on the different episodes that I've been putting out. And so I want to continue this narrative. And this is leading into why I believe you need to be focusing, you need to be focusing hardcore on becoming the best version of yourself that you can be. Okay, so what do I mean by this? I'm going to explain it all right now. Real quick, I wanted to tell you, thank you for listening. Thanks for being here. And if you have been enjoying the podcast, and this has been something that has been giving you a lot of value and benefit in your life, would love to have a five-star review on iTunes. I keep saying iTunes. iTunes doesn't exist anymore on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify as well. So a thanks in advance for people who are doing that, who will do that. I do read the different ratings and reviews, and it does really spread the word on this podcast. So thank you for doing that. Okay, let's get into the topic. One thing you have to understand is that right now, with the dating culture in 2022, women have more options than ever. Men have more options than ever. But the problem is, is that with all the options that women have, they are being pickier than ever. So something I was talking about in a recent episode is that when I was doing the interview with that Hooters waitress, I was talking to her and telling her that by default, a woman like her, even if you don't think she's attractive, it's still just a fact by evidence that you've seen here with her, is that she has a lot of options and she can be picky because she has a lot of options because she has men coming at her at all different angles. So she's in default, the in, in abundance mindset, okay? So women are default in an abundant mindset. Even women who are not that attractive are still getting more swipes and approaches than an average man ever will. You know it anecdotally. There's evidence to prove it from online dating. There's even been evidence that has said specifically that women are swiping on less men than men are swiping on women. 
And this is just how, this is, by the way, this is nature just playing itself out. The only thing that has changed is technology. And technology has been a very interesting tool in showing us at a rapid rate. So just showing us in plain sight exactly how women and how men are choosing to be together. And of course, I'm talking about in heterosexual relationships. This is a podcast that is for guys who are looking for women. So I'm talking about heterosexually. I'm not speaking for any of the gay communities here. But what we've seen in the heterosexual community is that women have a lot of options. They're also getting a lot of validation through their swiping, through their Instagram. So they believe that they have more options and they do. So what happens is they are naturally going for the cream of the crop. That's why a lot of guys who are in online dating don't see as great of results as guys who are very physically attractive or or over six feet tall or have some sort of professional job. So that's something to keep in mind here is that the dating game is at a whole new level. It is getting harder. I did preach recently about volume, but now I want to preach to you to work on not only your salary, which is something that I talked about in the last episode, is about working on everything that you can. So that's going to be your looks. That is going to be your money and salary. That is going to be your network. And it's also going to be your personality or we'll even say game, right? Your game with women, the way that you're able to communicate with them. These are all things that you need to be working on all the time. Now, when you listen to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, you're getting a lot of information on the game aspect or understanding how to build a personality that is attractive to women and understanding the behavior that's attractive to women. I don't go into giving you tips about how to make more money. Specifically, I do not go into tips about weight loss, weight gain, being more attractive in your body. Now, I could talk to some of those things. So I do make a good salary. So I know how to start a business and to market myself. You hear myself, by the way. You hear me market myself all the time here on the podcast. I do market coaching and my courses And that has made a nice living for me. And so I do understand the principles of being able to market and being able to offer value to the world that would then come back in dollars. I am not, as you see on my YouTube channel, if you you watch me on YouTube or TikTok or my Instagram, I'm not a super buff guy, but I'm also not obese. I know the principles of weight gain. I know the principles of weight loss. I'm not one to really be a big speaker though on big muscle gain or weight loss because it's not something that I've really done. I just know the principles. And I do, I believe I have a little bit more of a sense of style than your average guy, but you also see me on, on YouTube. I'm not always wearing, you know, nice suits and really nice shirts all the time. I mean, nothing's 
necessarily dirty. Uh, I do wear, you know, your Henley and I do wear a nice t-shirt or a button down from time to time. So I do know the principles of style, but I don't talk about them too much. And I know that whenever I do, by the way, talk about anything with making money, with style, with grooming, with making, you know, what I already said, make money. Yeah, make money, style, grooming, weight loss, working out, weight gain, all that stuff. I know when I do put out that content, it doesn't do as well. And it, it makes perfect sense. I'm not someone who is a guru in that area. And you should, I'll admit, probably be listening to other people who specialize in that. Just like you come here to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. So you get to hear the information that specializes in meeting and attracting women. But what I have to say on this episode, which is really important, is that even though I don't talk about some of those things, those things are super important. And I want to bring and shine the light onto this topic here, which is that even though it's not discussed, it needs to be known that those are things that are very important in your life as a man and also helps as the byproduct or gives you the byproduct of meeting more women and attracting more women. And I said it in that order for a reason. So I said that in a specific order, right? I said for you to be the best man you could be and the most fulfilled man you can be and the most confident man you can be. And then second, I said it's a byproduct of women because I never want you as a man to be doing anything for women specifically. Again, I said this recently, said this in a recent episode, but it begs to be repeated because you have to understand that right now what's happening is that because women have so many options that you really want to be a guy who has it all together. And I don't want that to sound overwhelming to you. And I say that because I know if I heard that, I'd be overwhelmed. Like, well, I'm screwed. You know, I'm underweight. I'm overweight. I don't make that good of money. I have no idea where to start with style. I think I have good grooming, but I have no idea. And here I am. I'm just trying to listen to this podcast and trying to get good at, at meeting women and, and building attraction and getting over my, my anxieties and building confidence. Now you're telling me, Trip, I got to do all this other stuff. Here's the thing. I do actually believe that the information here on this podcast and that I give on my, on my courses and all that stuff on meeting and attracting women, building attraction, I believe all that stuff is something that can be learned and you can get really good at that in a short amount of time. And then all the other stuff, grooming, style, your health, your financial situation is stuff that's going to be worked on forever. And it's going to be something that you iterate over time, which means that you'll constantly be making little tweaks and improving. So you can, for example, with your grooming, you can get about 90% done within a week, right? You can get a good haircut. You can learn how to trim your beard or shave in the proper way. You can get some good stuff for your skin, moisturizers and toners and things like that. And, and then 
you know, get a, a good cologne and kind of be good to go for the most part. But it's something that you might want to iterate over time with grooming, for example. So for me, I had braces when I was younger, but then I didn't wear a retain- retainer, which is such a shame because I got my braces off early. So I walked into high school, very lucky with no braces at all, perfectly straight teeth from wearing braces for about two years previous. But then I threw it all away and never ended up wearing my retainer ever. And slowly over time and then into my 30s, my my teeth started to get crooked. It got really bad on the bottom and, and on the top, you could see everything moving. And so it wasn't the best as it could be. Now, is there something that I did over time to fix it? No. But then eventually, I ended up saving up some money and I got Invisalign. By the way, no, this is not sponsored by Invisalign. There's also Smile Direct Club. There's all different ways that you can you can work on that. So again, is that something you're going to do today? It might not, just like that wasn't something that I worked on right away when I was in my early 20s learning this stuff. It was something I eventually did. So that's just an example for grooming. Here's another thing. I just finally got into skincare. I'm 37 years old. I just finally, and I'm still learning about skincare, how to have the best skincare routine, how to make my face look younger, feel better. So I'm learning about different skincare regimens. Right now I'm using something called Rodan and Fields. Again, no, this is not a sponsored video or sponsored podcast. And I might end up changing and and using something else. It's just something I'm using right now. So again, things are going to be as important as they need to be. As you are going through your personal journey. I didn't need, I got, you know, I'm a little lucky. I do have naturally acne free skin and I do have some dry skin, but it wasn't something I needed to work on right away. So it was kind of on the back burner. So you might want to think to yourself, where is it? important to you. Now, one thing I did work on in my early 20s is I worked on gaining weight. So that is something that I worked on because I was a really skinny guy. I still consider myself pretty thin, but I was very thin. So I had to learn about what it took to build muscle and gain weight and do it naturally without steroids or anything synthetic. So I had to learn how to do that. And that was a process. And I'm still working on that. I'm still learning about working out. And I'm still trying to get my form correct and squats and everything. And it's just something that I know is going to always be a journey for me. And I'm saying this because it's going to be the same thing for you. You might get about 80 to 90% done when you focus on one thing. And then it's something that you'll work on for the rest of your life. I feel like with building attraction and the stuff that I talk about here on the podcast, that's something that... It's kind of a one and done in a sense. It's something that you learn and it's not necessarily going to happen for you fast. It can take a few years absolutely to get good at it. It's not something that you'll get 80% done in a week like you can maybe with, with grooming. It does take a little bit longer, but there's not much to continue to learn. And maybe I'll put a little footnote here, like a little asterisk to that. Because if I said that 15 years ago, well, that would be pretty false, right? Because then online dating would come out and there is something to learn there and there are things you can do with online dating. So as technology continues, you're going to be working through technology as a way to meet more women, but the principles are always the same. The principles are always the same. And it applies to everyone evenly. Whereas 
if we talk about weight loss or skincare or or finances, like everyone's in a really different place with that. Like that's all across the board. And there's general principles that everyone can use there, but it's just a little bit different. I want to zoom out a little bit, come back to the big point I'm making here, which is you need to be working on all this stuff. I've said this before. This isn't like a, a podcast where it's like, oh, this big revelation, but I feel like I'm trying to come at it with a new angle to help you understand that it is going to have such a big effect on your confidence, feeling good as a man, feeling have, having large self-esteem and increasing self-esteem, and also will help you with getting more, how do I say, a bigger pool of options for you. You'll have more options available to you in the dating pool as you work on your health and fitness and your skincare and your grooming and your finances and all of those things. You're only going to be increasing your pool and have more options available to you. Now, if you read my book, Magnetic, which honestly, I don't talk enough about that on the podcast. I'm always talking about coaching and and my hooked program, but I do have a book. It's on Amazon. It's called Magnetic. You can click the link in the show notes if you want to get that. It's like 10 bucks. And there is a whole chapter dedicated to what I call the four-step attraction amplifier, which is the areas, health, wealth, appearance, and lifestyle those areas of your life that you always want to be working on. So I do touch upon it with the principles that I've learned that work very well. And I do say in that book, again, you're doing those things not to get women, but to have an amazing life. And then your byproduct naturally will be a bigger pool of options of women. So this is like a reminder episode that you want to be working on that and that I'm not going to bullshit you. It is important. You get a lot of people on on YouTube who are very loud and say, you know, looks and money, looks and money, looks and money, looks and money matter, looks and money matter. And I get it. They absolutely do. But it's everything. It's your looks. It's your finances, money. And it's your personality slash game, so to speak. It all matters, and I want you to be working on all of it. I'll tell you a quick story, because I'm really, I'm trying to, I'm not trying, I'm easily relating to you right now as you listen to this episode. I uh, remember when I was 22 years old, so this is about 15 years ago, and there was this, who was at that time a PUA, his name was Miao. I feel like a majority of you are going to be like, me who, huh? Me how, who's that? And some of you might remember him. He's not around anymore, at least as a pickup artist. A lot of these guys who get into the dating scene end up, I don't know, you don't hear from them again. They get into crypto and then they get into NFTs and they kind of find the latest and coolest thing. Anyway, I digress. I remember he was doing a big launch for his product. He had a video course, audio course, just like I have my course hooked. And I was so excited for it to come out. And it came out, I think I was 22, 23 at the most. And I bought it and I started to listen to it. And the very first thing I listened to, it was only talking about the outer qualities, health, wealth, all this stuff. And it turned me off so fast. 
it turned me off so fast because it made me feel like I had to get these things in order now. And it was so overwhelming. It was talking about like, you're going to want to make sure that you have a car, but it's not going to be too expensive because you want a car that's um, something that's not going to, you know, be a big purchase in your life for whatever reasons. I don't know. I can't even quote it correctly because I don't remember honestly, but that was what he was spewing out. And I was like, what, what car? What? I'm like, I wasn't even making any money at this time. I, I was like, I just want to learn how to get girls. Right. And it's interesting because in that moment and for several years after that, I was really annoyed. I was like, I never want to do that. I never want to create a program that is going to be talking about things that are not the scope of what I want to be doing, right? So like I have a program that teaches you how to meet and attract women. But then eventually I learned, okay, those things still are important. The outer qualities, your money, your lifestyle, all those things. But I still did it differently than I heard it in that course. In that course, when I was hearing it, it felt like, that was the thing I needed to do. And then there was some little techniques on and talking to girls. And I was like, what? So I'm really happy with the way I'm presenting it to you here, where again, it is not everything that you need to do to attract women, but those things do need to be in order. You need to be working on those things as much as you can. And it's going to help tremendously. So let this episode and let this whole podcast, for that matter, be something that will motivate you to work on all the areas of your life. And a great way to do this is by taking it one step at a time. In fact, if you get the magnetic book that I wrote, and again from Amazon, if you get that, you'll learn in there really small steps that you can take that you can start the process of working on your outer qualities without sacrificing time that can be put towards actually going out and boom, today, learning how to meet and talk to women and building attraction and working on your personality. So I want you to think about that. I want that to be something that you think about this week or this weekend, whenever you're listening to this episode and think about the places that you can be working on small steps there's a client, and if he's listening now, hello. There's a client I'm working with right now, and I'm really trying to push him on working on his style, for example, because his style is not, it's just, it's not great. It's not terrible, but he can make a couple of quick little fixes to just a pair of pants and a nice shirt and drastically change the way he looks. And he's he's really fighting me on it. And again, buddy, if you're listening, I'm talking to you right now as much as I'm talking to everyone else. He's really fighting me on it. He's saying, Trip, this is just isn't me. And I'm not pushing him towards wearing anything strange at all. At all. Very normal clothes, just ones that look better than what he's doing right now. He says, I'm just not a stylish guy, Trip. I'm not like that. I don't, I don't you know, wear clothes like that. And then I said to him this, I said, listen, you don't have to do this. I'm never going to push you to do anything. But I am going to let you know the facts is that if you want to get results in the area of meeting and attracting women, there are things that you can do, quite easy for that matter, that do increase your mating value, such as 
this topic, right? Such as getting the right clothes. And that got me thinking, I wonder how many other men out there who aren't taking some of those things seriously, which again is why I'm shining a light on this so you can start to work on it. This is not going to be the episode where I give you some of those tips. I've done episodes like that. You can learn about that stuff in in my book if you'd like. You can go to other experts, whatever you want to do. There's a lot of people on the internet. There's a million different blogs and millions of different websites and pages all dedicated to style, grooming, weight loss, weight gain, fitness, health, making money. I mean, it's endless. Try not to get too overwhelmed, but it's good to start working on that in the background as you work on this part of meeting and attracting women. What do you say we get to some questions? Dear Trip, I found your podcast about a month ago. It is fantastic. My wife left me at Christmas. Ouch. After a 16-year marriage. So I find myself in the dating game once again at 41. I want to make a note here. I've been doing a lot of research lately. There was a 2015 study that showed that it was two-thirds of women. Two-thirds of women initiate divorce. And then the college-educated women who are in marriages, they initiate 90% of divorce. So that doesn't mean you're 90% chance of getting a divorce. It's that in 90% of those marriages, when there is a divorce, it's initiated by college-educated women. Interesting, right? Okay. So... He says, I recently went out to a singles event for the first time since 2005, and I found the women I approached really cold slash borderline rude. For example, when I'd say, you look pretty, they'd say, yeah, I know, I get that a lot. Or I'd say, hi, I love your style, you look good. They'd say, yeah, I know. I would then just keep the conversation friendly and positive, but when they start being negative about my age or my hobbies, etc., I'd say, okay, lovely to meet you, have a great night, to which they'd reply, I always do. Haha, relentless. Any tips for dealing with this kind of negative sass? Or is this a shit test? Or are they just being a mean? Are they just being mean to get me to leave? Great podcast. Prodigy 41 Essex, England. P.S. Sorry for the old school PUA name. Cool. Prodigy. Love it. From England, for that matter. Okay. A lot of things to say here. Now, you, first of all, It's interesting because you said old school PUA names. So I wonder what you were learning back then because the things that you're talking about now that you're doing, they're not PUA at all and they're not game. And either way, not that I consider myself a PUA or any of this stuff, but it's all kind of related. Uh, This is not the way to start a conversation. Remember guys, women get a lot of validation in their life. I said this earlier. They get validation everywhere from all the likes on their Instagram to the approaches that are being done to the fact that there's probably 30 other guys saying that you look pretty at an an event like this and all all the attention they're getting on the dating apps. So I don't blame them. When you say you look pretty and then they say, yeah, I know I get that a lot, they're sick of it. 
Dude, I'm telling you, if you were in their situation and you were a guy who was getting hit on all the time by women, which again, sounds fantastic, but if you were, and let's imagine you're not really interested in most of them and they all say you look really cute, you would be sick of it eventually. So my point here is, is that we don't want to give women more of this validation. Sounds like uh, a dick move. It's not. They get enough. They don't need it from you and it doesn't work. And I'm interested and you should be interested in things that work, that get results. And giving validation doesn't work. That's why I've been saying for the past few years now, compliments are a no-go. We don't compliment. We don't need to give validation because it doesn't work. And there's just no reason to do it. It's an easy way out to start conversation. So that's my first piece of advice. Stop complimenting women, especially when you're doing an opener. And don't compliment them on their style. And by the way, I if you've been a longtime listener, I know that I've said some of these things in the past, but we're evolving. This is like one of those things. I do not have a lot of them at all. It's just one of those things that has evolved in my advice. Most of my advice has pretty much stayed the same. This is one that I've changed my mind on a lot. And it's just this little tweak. We're just not going to open up with, hey, you you know, you look cute. I want to say hi. Or you look pretty or I love your style. You look good. We're not going to do that. Now, when you said here, you would keep the conversation friendly and positive and they'd start being negative about your age and hobbies. My guess is they were doing that for one, because you came in and you gave a bunch of validation and they just didn't want to hear it. So it didn't work with them. Also, it's possible, and I don't know for sure because I wasn't in the conversation, that if you are saying things like compliments to open, maybe you're also doing other things in the conversation that are just really boring or generic, or you're just talking about the same things over and over that most women hear about, and and they just didn't want to talk to you. So I think that they are being mean, but I think that no matter what, it's also a shit test, which you said. You said, is this a shit test or are they just being mean to get you to leave? It's both, really. It's probably, well, it's, it's no matter what, it's a shit test. Any kind of rude act or something that a woman's saying, it's always a shit test. And once in a while, they also want you to leave. The reason why I, I want you to look at it as a shit test is because I want you to always practice passing it. I want you to practice passing the shit test that they're giving you. Guys, of those of you who don't know what a shit test is, it's when a woman is testing your masculinity by giving you a little shit and testing your emotional and mental strength. Are you a guy who's going to get all sad and defensive or are you going to be a guy who's going to completely brush it off? So the way to pass a shit test is to agree plus exaggerate. That's the formula for passing a shit test. Agree plus exaggerate. An example of a shit test would be her saying, let's say, oh, that's a really lame hobby. So let's just say you're like, yeah, I play play a lot of cricket. And they go, really? You play cricket? That's lame. You would agree and exaggerate. Okay. So defensive would be the opposite. Defensive would would be, no, it's not. It's awesome. How could you ever think that? You get defensive, you're putting up walls, you're showing your weakness, and you fail. Now, in order to pass, you would agree and exaggerate. 
Yeah, I know cricket's like the lamest thing ever. I can't believe I play that. It's just like, how could I even play something that's so fun? And then you give a smile. So you're just like playfully being sarcastic, agreeing and exaggerating, and then moving on. So that's what I want you to do when they are giving you a shit test. Now, you said here they're being negative about your age or your hobbies. Pass those shit tests. Make sure that you're in conversation. And also, I want you to focus on not using the same conversation tactics you've used in the past. Guys, you got to get Chick Crack. It's a free video that I've put out. You got to get it. And also, it gets you on my email list, which is amazing, by the way, because I send emails throughout the week giving you more tips and techniques and good reminders and mindsets. I just literally wrote an email that was, I don't know, pages and pages long on my whole Instagram strategy on how to meet women and, and DM her. So there's a lot of cool stuff there. Anyway, if you get my free video called Chick Crack, you're going to learn in that video the topics of conversation that women love and make conversation interesting and make it entertaining and they have fun and you have fun and it builds attraction. If you want to get that video, it's free. TripAdvice.com slash chick dash crack. TripAdvice.com slash chick dash crack. I'm actually going to that page right now. So yeah, check it out. And you'll get on my email list. So you'll get that in the email and then you'll be on my email list. And if you don't want to be, you can just unsubscribe. That's fine too. Okay. So Mr. Prodigy, start using conversation topics that women respond to. Stop giving them validation and continue to get out there and not take some of that negative sass so seriously. Next question. Hey, Trip. if you read this question, you can just read it as anonymous. I'm 32, a slightly above average looking guy, have plenty of friends, and I'm an overall very likable and down to earth dude. I've recently started approaching women. It's going horribly. They either blow me off or immediately say that they have a boyfriend. I've only had two serious relationships in my life and looking back on it, it's because they came on to me. I have a very specific type of girl I'm interested in. You don't have to read this part, but it's light skin, black girls with a pretty face. Well, I guess I did read it. He says, it's the only type of girl I go after, which really limits my options. And then obviously the personality has to be a match too. It's starting to feel impossible. Now I know your two stock answers here are probably one, the unicorn bit and two, the scarcity mindset. Um... No, it wouldn't be scarcity mindset, but maybe the unicorn bit. Okay, he continues. But if this is truly what I want, what should I do? I feel like it's settling if I go for girls I'm not attracted to at all. Trust me, I've tried. I've ended up turning down girls in the past because they weren't my type. I want to stay patient, but it is so hard and the loneliness is hitting hard. Could you just ponder this with everyone without using those two answers mentioned above? I like how you sometimes just talk through a question and arrive at an answer while talking through it. Thanks, Trip. Yeah, I mean, that's what I always do. Nothing is canned here. I mean, of course, I have a set of principles and, and techniques and things that generally work that, of course, I repeat because those are the answers. But, of course, I'll do my best here. Okay. So let's just talk about the reality for a second. Okay. The reality is 
you're going for a specific look, right? So it's a specific look. And also, you want the personality to match. I'm not going to tell you what to like or not to like, but I'm just going to give you the reality of the situation. You have a small pool. So I guess this is me giving my, one of my stock answers. I think it's the unicorn bit. But it has to be said. You just have to understand. And I know I'm not telling you anything or maybe anyone listening that they don't know. But it's very crucial to the answer here. You're going for a small pool of women. And I, I wonder if, I just wonder if there's maybe even a few more things that you're looking for that are even narrowing the pool even smaller. So you're looking for a very specific type. I wonder if you're also looking for a specific height, a specific age. Now, be really honest with yourself. How narrow is your pool? With that being said, if your pool is that narrow, and I mean, you're basically asking me to solve a problem that I don't think really has an answer. I mean, what should you do? You told me that you don't want to settle for anyone else. So I don't know what to tell you. I mean, like your pool is small. I have a few ideas. I mean, hopefully you live in a big city. If you live in a small city, then you're really screwing yourself. So hopefully you're living in New York, Chicago, Miami, LA, maybe Dallas. Just thinking of any city in the US or I don't know, maybe you don't live in the US, anywhere that has a big population. So that's going to help you, right? More volume. So even with something that has a big pool, even with your limitations, it still can give you and yield more results. So the only thing I could tell you is to open up your pool. I mean, I'm sorry that you're lonely. It sounds like you've tried, but what else can you do? Like, I'm not sure what you want me to exactly say here, unless it's some sort of motivational answer. Like you can do it, buddy, which I think you can. I mean, it's just going to take more time and I never want anyone to settle. But if you're a guy coming to me saying, this is the kind of girl I want, she's very specific, and this is the only one I want, and I'm not happy unless I get it, well, this is the reality. It might take you a while. My other thing I would say to you is, you gotta loosen up on every other area. If you're so specific to, and I'm sorry, but after you said you don't have to read this part, but it's specific here. So if you're just trying to get the light skinned black girls with a pretty face, you better be okay with one of those being 6'3 or 4'10. You better be okay with them maybe not being super skinny. You got to be okay with them. Not that necessarily you might care, but some guys do that they're college educated or you can't, you know, it's like, if you start caring about more things, the pool narrows even smaller. So if you want that one really specific thing, light-skinned black girls with pretty face, you better be opening up every other aspect of them if you want a possibility to be with that woman. Now, the other answer to this 
which we'll arrive at is your, your game better be on point. Your conversation skills. I think one thing that I'm hearing you say here is that you're going out and you're approaching women. It's going horribly. So you're telling me that it's not even just the pool of women. It's also the way that you're trying to convert. Meaning, right, there's all these leads out there. There's all these women out there, but now you got to convert them into a date. So my advice to you is don't just approach the women that you're interested in. Don't go outside your door and go, okay, I'm going to look for the light-skinned black girls that I'm really attracted to. You should be approaching everybody, even if you don't want to get their number, because you need volume there too. And it sounds like you're only going after that specific set. So that means that your volume is really low. It's going to be limiting your expertise and experience because you're not having any of these reference experiences by being able to go up and approach a lot of women. So my advice, go out there, talk to everyone, practice flirting, practice approaching because you're going to get a lot of women who are going to blow you off no matter what. You're going to be going out there and women just will blow you off. They just will reject you. It's just that's part of the numbers game. Not every woman's going to respond to you. So if you go out the door for an hour to practice approaches and there's only two women that you are attracted to and they both blow you off right away, which is very normal, you got no practice in that day. So for the times when you finally have that moment where you can actually get a woman to stop and talk to you, who's the woman who has the physical type that you're looking for, well, then at that point, you'll know what to do or you'll have a little bit more of experience to be able to get her interested and build attraction. So that would be my answer there. To sum it up, you need to open your pool up more and not be as picky so you can get at least the very important thing that you're looking for. And two, at least open the pool up to more women so you can practice approaching more. And here's one more thing. And I know you're probably not going to listen to this, but I'll say it to you anyways, and other people are listening to you, so they'll get a little bit of, of advice from it. Try, just try. And I know this isn't easy, but try to see if there's any other kind of women that you might be interested in. So you can open up your pool even more. Be open-minded a little bit. There has to be other kinds of women that you might be interested in because you're looking for a very specific type of girl. So just do your best. Open it up as much as you can. Next question. Trip. this last week I saw a high school crush that I can't get out of my head. I'm a 27-year-old single dad. My daughter is eight and had a week-long softball camp at a center that this person manages. I know her from middle and high school and haven't seen her much at all in the past 10 years. The problem is, I've never actually spoken to her. Every time I try to convince myself to talk to her, I chicken out. I even jokingly told my daughter I thought she was cute and she wanted me to go talk to her. I just couldn't do it. 
One thing that is really intimidating about her is that she's been single for many years. I'm an average, almost overweight guy. Why would she choose me over the athletic trainer she works around every day? I feel like an asshole for basically not even acknowledging her at all last week. I want to message her on Facebook and say something like, I didn't want to bother you at work. Would you want to go out and grab a drink sometime? But now I'm worried she'll think I was too afraid to go up to her. I was and waited to do it online because it's easier. No idea what I should do here, but it's eating me alive that I didn't approach her. And now I'm concerned I'll never get that opportunity again. I've always been really nervous about talking to girls, but this situation is different. And I feel like I screwed up. Hopefully I'll hear back from you. Thanks, Mike. Okay, Mike. Great question, man. Per usual, just a rich question. I have a lot to say. Okay. First of all, guys, Mike included, the reason why you need to go out and approach more women and always be approaching and always practicing this is because you want to be prepared for this moment. I remember when I was going out trying to meet women before I was doing my mass approach days where I was going out and approaching a lot of women, but just I knew a little bit about meeting women in game and pick up and talking to girls and all this stuff. I knew a little bit, a little bit. I had very little experience. And I remember I had these exact moments that you had, by the way, Mike, I would have these exact moments, not with a daughter in, in softball camp, but these moments where you see a woman and you see her a lot and you want to approach her, you want to talk to her and you just can't do it. You're so scared. And it's funny because then after doing my mass approaching, a moment like that would seem so silly to me now that I had the reference experience and the practice of talking to women. So guys, you're shooting yourself in the foot if you're not going out and practicing talking to women because you're going to have a lot of moments like these in your life where you see a woman, wherever it may be, in this case for you, Mike, your daughter, softball camp manager, and you're going to want to talk to them. So I know that doesn't answer this question specifically. We'll get to it, but that has to be said. You need to be working on that. Mike, please, guys, please go out there, talk to women. They want you to talk to them. I actually just talked to my friend who was on the podcast. Her name is Stephanie Daly. You can check her out on Instagram. She does all these polls. She polls her audience, men and women, and gets their opinion on things. And she polled and asked women, do you want to be approached? And a insane majority said yes. They do want to be approached. They do want to be talked to. Okay, so there's that. Now, let's talk about this specific situation. You are correct. You should not be trying to get her on Facebook. First of all, the conversion's really low there. I haven't heard of or even experienced a high conversion and messaging on Facebook and converting that to a date because you're trying to play the game that you think you would play where a woman would message you and you'd be like, oh, she's really attractive. And then you'd say yes or no. It's like, that's not how it works for women. They need to see your personality. So they're going to judge you by your looks and you're not even going to get a chance at all to be able to build attraction. And a bunch of other reasons we don't have to go into, but the, the reason it's just, it's low conversion. Okay, so it's low conversion. So because of that, you need to make sure that when you see her next, you start a conversation. So the best way to do this is when you see her, you want to say anything in regard, literally anything, like it doesn't even matter. I can give you something canned. 
I'm trying to think of the top of my head. I mean, ask something about the softball league, ask something about, you know, are they doing it next year? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Like literally come up with anything and then just talk about it. It doesn't have to be something casual. It can be something about the work. In fact, it probably should. I think it'd be a little strange if it wasn't. So yeah, just talk about anything. Just get words out. I think the easiest way to do it would be to talk about something with like next year, is there a league happening or are there other leagues or whatever it may be. I want you to go up, talk to her and ask that question. Now, in terms of the motivational aspect of it, I know that it can be very scary to do this. And one of the reasons why it's scary for you is for what you basically said underneath some of the things you said here, which was, I'm an average, almost overweight guy. Why would she choose me over the athletic trainers she works around every day? Which is what you're saying between the lines is that you don't feel deserving of a woman like this. Therefore, you're thinking way too hard of what to say. A guy who feels deserving of a woman that he's attracted to wouldn't be thinking that. He would just say whatever. He would just go up and talk to them and it wouldn't matter because he knows that he is enough value. So you're putting yourself below her. You're putting her, well, A, you're putting her on a pedestal, but also you are diminishing your own value. Now, maybe she would choose the athletic trainers over you. I, I don't know. Yeah, she might. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you, you know, bullshit motivation and say, no, man, she doesn't want them. She wants you. Like that's who knows? I don't know. But it, the point is, is that don't enter that into the conversation. Don't let that be any sort of mindset or any thought or rumblings at all in your head. Yeah, maybe she would. Or I don't know, maybe she likes guys who are really overweight. You know, there's women out there who they, they're called chubby chasers and they like guys who are really bigger guys. So you know what? Maybe she wouldn't want you because she'd want a guy who's even more overweight or maybe you're her perfect type or who knows. Don't think about that. And if, by the way, if that is something that bothers you so much, then you need to be working on that. And we talked about that earlier on this podcast. We talked about the idea of always optimizing your looks and your health. So that should be something that's on the forefront, especially if it is something that bothers you and is affecting your self-esteem. But that's a whole other conversation. The point is, is that you don't know what she wants. But I will tell you this. I'll tell you what she does want. And this is a fact. She wants a charismatic guy. She wants a guy who's not going to be scared. She wants a guy who's not going to be messaging her on Facebook. She wants a guy who's going to display his personality. And that guy can be you. And so the sequence of events that I would do is I would spark that conversation with her, whatever it may be on any topic regarding the league, the work that she does, a question, an inquiry of some sort. And then the next time you see her, you can start talking to her again and say, hey, what's going on? Good to see you. How are things going? So now it's not going to be such a strange introduction anymore. You've already talked to her. You've already laid the groundworks of who you are. And there's a little bit of, information there in a sense for her to think about because she's referenced you and 
now would be the time to ask her out. And I have a great line for you. You can say, hey, you know, I know this is random, but why don't you and I grab a drink sometime? I wouldn't start that as the conversation for the second conversation. I would go up to her and, and spark conversation and just say, hey, what's going on? And how are things going? And good to see you again. And then after a little bit of conversation, just say that and then see what happens. I guarantee you, after you do at least the first approach, just coming up with anything that you can, it's going to be a lot easier the second time around. And you're also going to start building self-esteem because you're going to feel so good that you did it. And this, we don't know if it's going to work out. We don't know if she's going to be interested. But maybe this can be that first push where even if it doesn't work out, it gets you out there. And it starts the process for you to get going and talking to more women and getting dating again. Wow, I completely looked over something that you said here. You said that you saw your high school crush. You knew her from middle school. So, dude, you have your opener right there. It was right in front of you the whole time. So here it is. You go up to her and you say, hey, Stephanie, right? Or whatever her name is. And she'll be like, yeah. And then she'll maybe she'll remember you. And if she goes, yeah. And then she goes, do I know you? Say, you went to blank, blank middle school and high school, right? And then she'll say, yeah, I did. And say, oh, you know, it's me, Mike. I don't know. You didn't really mention if you knew, if she knew you or not, but it's me, Mike. Or you can say, yeah, my name's Mike. And I recognize you. We went to the same high school. And you can say, that's it. Boom. There you go. That's your in right there. Simple as that. And again, if you didn't have that, then I would have talked about something going on with the league and just, you know, get into conversation there. Hope that helps, Mike. It's a good one. Gentlemen, if you need more specific help, if you want me to help you, if you want one of the coaches on my team to help you, why are you not applying for coaching? Go to coachedbytrip.com to apply to do coaching here with the Trip Advice program. We have currently two options available. There's the Trip Advice Mastermind, and then there's the Trip Advice Accelerator program. The Trip Advice Mastermind holds a small group of guys who are coached by me to help you get to the next level with your online dating profile and going out and approaching women and building confidence and getting really good at talking to women. And the Trip Advice Accelerator program is where you're going to be working with either myself or one of my other coaches one-on-one. And yes, those options are available to you. Go to coachedbytrip.com today to apply. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Prodigy. Thank you, Anonymous, for writing in. Great questions. If you have a question, write in to me, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line podcast question and we'll get you the help you need. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.